Welcome back, everybody, to the Talk Shop. Season 6, Episode 9-er. Uh, I'm Tom, joined today by... Uh, hello, my name's Corey. Maybe you don't know me. Nice to meet you. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, my name is Sam, and I'm kind of the... Uh, I'm kind of the trickster of the bunch. I'm kind of the... <laughs> I'm kind of the wild card. You just never know what you're gonna get, so... Look out for some wacky antics as the episode goes on, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. You're welcome back. <laughs> Life is sorrow. <laughs> it really <True>. is. <laughs> well, what the heck, boys? It's been two weeks. A lot of news. It has. Come through. The old news. <clears throat> you want to you wanna hit that NVIDIA leak first? That was a big one. Yeah, why don't we do that right away? That one's kinda... So apparently, uh, Nvidia, like their GeForce Now, whatever, like their client that you like manage your drivers and whatever through, um, people found some way to like unlock it, and revealed like a bunch of like like the developer mode basically like all of the different test stuff that the devs see when they're working on the video card drivers. So like, there were a bunch of unannounced or upcoming games that we didn't know were happening before. Yeah, and like a lot. It was like, yeah, I don't know. All in all, I think it was like thirty or something. That might be including like ports, though, because there was a lot of PlayStation Five games coming to PC. Mm -hmm. I will say like we have there were go ahead there were two. I mean, it was a huge leak. I glanced over it. I didn't look at it as thoroughly as you guys might have. But one thing that immediately stood out to me was Chrono Cross Remaster. If you listen to any of our top video games of all time thing, you'll know that I'm a big Chrono Cross fan, so that's pretty mm -hmm. huge. I would love to play that in HD quite a bit. Uh, the only thing that I might be more excited about is Xenogears. And then a Final Fantasy Tactics uh, remaster, which is one of the only Final Fantasy games I've never played all the way through. So, <clears throat> To go over some highlights here, we have God of War coming to Steam. That's huge. You think that's yeah, really going to happen? I don't know. Returnal, Ghost of Tsushima, and Demon's Souls are also on here. The, I would believe Demon's Souls, Returnal, because I don't think Returnal sold super well. So that one makes sense. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, that one's made its nut. I could definitely see them bringing that one, right? Yeah. God of War, though, is like... I would buy it like, again, because I'm a chump. God of War leaving being a Sony exclusive would be equivalent of Halo on PS5, though. Yeah, that's like the... like their thing it's like that in spider-man it's like that's playstation and like yeah a, but it's kind of weird because everybody thought that was about crash bandicoot forever and now crash is on like xbox and pc that's true i mean we're definitely you know, that was, we're definitely that was leaving, sony mascot we're definitely leaving <laughs> the Uncharted age of exclusivity. Is coming to PC too. i mean we're definitely leaving the the age of exclusivity and i think that and i don't know what that means honestly for the future because what uh, in a way it's kind of really cool because what it's going to essentially become instead of a war of of individual games it's going to become a war of services provided which yeah. props to xbox because if that's the future xbox is way ahead of the game and very visionary in yep. that aspect um I was gonna, yeah did i, I use that properly i don't think that was the proper time. they are very visionary they are visionaries in that aspect. I they think. are sure. visionary horrific. Yeah, they are visionary esque. No, but they were way ahead, and and their strategy might be starting to make sense. And looking at everything they've done, they might have been buying up these properties to kind of strong arm Sony into playing along, because they saw it coming. I mean, that Microsoft guys, they they might not be, they might not be dumb. That's what I'm trying to say, they might have. 
<laughs> they might have something some, about that little upstart. Those little computer nerds like. might might know a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, Sony's got a lot of catch up to do if it's going to be a service battle because they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have PlayStation Plus, but they've, so Sony the has never been good the at the service aspect. Monthly, yeah, Sony has never been good at the services aspect. Like, they're not good at that. They're not good at anything. They're honestly not good at the user experience. What they're good at is is that. Is that like a Japan thing? Because Nintendo's trash at that too, at both of those. That's a good yeah. question. I wish that there was somebody smarter than us yeah, <laughs> that I could mean, come and talk to. I genuinely just anecdotally that seems to be true, right? Like every, and it's even like uh, is Japan more into Japanese like, online games or like have some baffling decisions? Is like Japan still really more about Nintendo. the single player experience? Like. Have you guys done any research on that? They, I, they give us like Monster Hunter and stuff. That's a big yeah, one. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Like, there's some things I want to know about Japanese culture that I don't. Like, do adults like? <laughs> okay, I'm about to say some really ignorant things, but humor me with this because I, I've never <laughs> been to Japan and I'm genuinely curious. <clears throat> like, Please so continue. in America, it's becoming very much like I'm I'm in I'm I'm approaching my mid thirties like a like a train on fire. And I still play video games and I still watch like anime and I still do that stuff. Is that, uh, is that an American centric thing that adults are starting to get into these things that used to be mostly for kids or like in Japan, are these like guys that are going and in, in, in suits to work, do they come home and watch anime and play video games too? Or is that mostly a young demographic thing over there? That's a good question. <clears throat> Because yeah, every know. time I, I learn know. something about I Japanese culture, it's, it's probably... fascinating. Like, and the way they do things, that's why I've always wanted to go to Japan. Uh, not because I think I would find my dream waifu there like so many people, but just because I feel like in terms of being like a first world nation, it is as, the Eastern culture is so different from America. I'd love to just be dropped into it and like observe it from afar because every mm-hmm. time I hear something about the way they do things, it's so different, but sensible. And I'm just, I don't know. I have a hard time picturing like, and maybe this is racist. If it is, call me out on it. But I have a hard time picturing, you know, a 34-year-old businessman in Japan riding the train like you see in all the video. Like, I don't know if it's propaganda or if it's the way it really is. Riding the train home, going up to his his house, like kicking off his shoes and then like hopping on it. Booting up the switch. Yeah, making a podcast with his bros <laughs> <laughs> talking about like, you know, in America, do they play video games like we do? You know, I, I don't know. Is that a, uni- yeah, is that yeah, a yeah. universal, globe-wide humanity thing or is it like... They're expected. Do they mow their lawns? <laughs> like, are they like? Oh, it's Saturday. I better get up and mow my lawn. I would. Like, I would move there tomorrow if they didn't. <laughs> it's all robo powered. You know, like I said, I'm. I'm happy right, to so show I'm, off my ignorance. I'm just really curious because, like, that would kind of explain the. If, if they are very busy, that would explain the the focus on single player experiences, right? Because multiplayer mm-hmm. can be a nightmare to organize and figure out with your bros. Also, there's so an just, interesting, real quick aside, sorry to cut you off, Corey, but um, no, you're good. there was an interesting aside, um, or it was an article about specifically online multiplayer in Japan. Like, this actually came to, I had when Smash Bros came out, right? Because the online was absolute dog shit, inexplicably, like with no good mm-hmm. reason. And it's a lot, it's like that with a lot of Japanese fighting games too. Like if I want to play a fighting game with somebody you know, even in the same state, the network code doesn't really allow for a solid connection just because it's like almost written inefficiently. Like then, so there's, 
I can't remember the exact specifics of it because I'm not a network developer, but basically it doesn't matter in Japan because everybody has awesome internet and they're geologically super close to each other. So whenever you mm. want to play a game, it just like forces its way through. Like it's not an elegant solution. It's just like um, raw internet power and being close <laughs> is enough to make yeah, that it makes not ass. But, you know, uh, one other factor about this is I know things like when a new Dragon Quest comes out in Japan, it's almost seen as a national holiday. Like, yeah, well, they, 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 the they literally, off. like, they take the day off the next day. Like, it's actually, like, because everybody would just call in anyway. Uh, that's another thing mm -hmm. that I've heard that's been confirmed by a few sources, but, like, that's super interesting. So that, that's funny. That definitely adds to maybe adults are playing games over there. And then switching uh, to another Oriental culture, did you guys see the China Limited? Just while we're kind of talking about different cultures and video games, China will only let their youth play online games for three hours a week now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see and it's on weekends, I think too. It's specifically yep. on weekends. Yep, not no <laughs> games on weekdays ever. Can they play single player games? Have you guys read more into it? Uh, from what I can tell, it's all video games. Yeah, I think it's across the board. Man. So it's like one hour a day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I wonder, so immediately my first thing I wonder is, are we going to see single player games getting way shorter to kind of tailor to the Chinese audience now? Because everybody well, wants these, to market like, to China. Are we going to get these, like six hour games that they can beat in two weeks so they don't lose? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think people will try to, to I think they'll, they'll just play different kinds of games. I don't think like if if you're limited to that kind of time on like every, like once a week, you probably aren't going to try to play any kind of single player game. You're probably going to play something like more perpetual. I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, Could you imagine you got stuff like you know Genshin Impact? That's kind of a game you just yeah jump in yeah yeah just, or like like League of Legends or whatever. Yeah, anything like that. Free to play is pretty. I, from my understanding, from reading articles. Nobody like buys games in China. It's all free to play. Every that's all anybody plays. Which makes some degree of sense. Uh, but then it, the frustrating part is like all these Western companies that are getting probed at by like Tencent and I can't remember the other Chinese company. Maybe it'll come to me. But that are like Tencent's gobbling up all these companies. Like I think mm -hmm. Remedy is now majority Tencent and they made like Max Payne, Max Payne 2. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And they're going to have to, if they want to stay afloat or like run the risk of everybody just getting replaced, they're going to have to like play ball with the CCP because the Tencent is like tied to it. So like, mm-hmm. What does that mean? I mean, like, I think of things like PUBG, like the Chinese release of that, where there's no blood when they when you shoot someone and they die, you they literally wave at you and then they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, and it's like, is there just going to be like no actual? I know this is a weird uh, thing to complain Do about. No actual violence in those games that come from. I know Dota Two has a. It's called a low violence mode. Uh, it's like a flag that you can set when you launch the game. Uh, and in China, like that's the client. <clears throat> I know where I... there's no skulls, there's no blood. Um, anything that looks like bones, like isn't there? Uh, there's like there's some other stuff. Too. It's really weird. Yeah, what is I saw, I saw like a version of Doom the other day that was just a finger. King. It's like a ghost. That's finger guns. I saw Doom, a version of Doom with finger guns the other day. <laughs> is that the is that the future of gaming? <laughs> that's no, funny. If China wins, be plenty of. Yeah, I, I just super quick. I want to hit some of these games that are on the list. Yeah, sure. Like we we, we yeah, dove yeah. really far off. 
And we do have uh, a, a new brother. A short time to, to to. We have a shorter time to record. We today. do. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll Power through. And and should we just do a yay or nay like we did with the E three? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, new brothers in arms. Uh, yay. Maybe yay. I don't know. It's Randy Pitchford, so no, probably not. <laughs> nay. I don't even know what that is. Go on. Brothers in okay. arms. World War Two shooter. Really? From yeah. Xbox like, era. Like three sixty and uh, Xbox One and three sixty. I know nothing. Era, yeah. I know nothing about it. So nay. They were really good. <laughs> Uh, payday three, yay, yay. Never played a payday, so nay. All right, Sniper Elite five, yay, yay, big yay. Nay. <laughs> City Skylines two, yay, big yay. Heckin' yay, bro. Is City Skylines yay fun so far? <laughs> yes. What do you guys like? I feel City like builders. I, sometimes I feel like a gamer. <laughs> I hang out with you guys, and I've never played anything. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, well, I, a lot of these are PC. I liked SimCity back okay, in the fine. day. Okay, fine. How about Half Life Two Remaster? Oh, yay! Yay! Source Two, hopefully that means. Uh, Destroy All Humans Three. Yay! Come on. Yay! You want to play an alien? You probe people. I, I'm just trying to bait a yay out of Sam now. I gotta see. Nay. Well, there's a couple uh, on here. I think would be a yay. <laughs> Let's see. Crisis Four. Nay. I've never I'm liked kinda, Crisis. I'm kind of whatever. Yeah. Crisis have always been like tech demos. It's another one I've never really yeah. played and I don't really care to. It just looks generic, so nay. Same. Uh, well, we already went over the yays from Sam. There were oh, two. we got a few. I, I have he a led few with in here. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2, apparently. Oh, that's a huge yay. Yeah, now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never played the first one, but I know you liked the first one. So. I did. Oh, a new Worms game? Yay. <laughs> well, it depends. Their most recent one was kind of stupid. It was like a smash brothers ish battle royale i didn't joint. know that okay never mind uh mgs 2 and 3 hd that's kind of a default yay for me I mean, yeah that's like wait a, that's confirmed well no it's i mean it was are any the of league. these actually confirmed i mean oh, i don't I think any of them are actually confirmed but uh i would do a hard yay on that of course i'd love to play but i have a feeling that's more uh, in reference i would to the, say there's supposed to be a metal gear solid one remake by blue point the same guys who did <clears throat> uh, that's what everybody's been speculating at least 90 percent of these are real like, like, we'll never know yeah. uh, until they get officially announced because, like, NVIDIA's NDA'd for all of them. But, like, these are probably... I would be, I would yeah, be I mean, super surprised if the it, Metal Gear Solid 1 remake wasn't real because it's been speculated on for a long time and Bluepoint hasn't announced what they're doing next, but it makes too much mm-hmm. sense. And they had that Easter the, egg in yeah. Demon Souls with, like, yeah, the Metal yeah. Gear noise or whatever it was. The top comment on the Reddit thread is, no Bloodborne must be legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloodborne yeah. doesn't need a sequel. Controversial opinion. It needs a 60 FPS remaster. Um, yeah. And I would... I just would, a patch. Just patch it. One of the just, very yeah. few 70... One of the very few games I'd pay $70 for a remaster of is... Give it the... Oh, my God. They need the whatever the Microsoft thing is called on Xbox, where it like auto remasters and like it. So the it like auto. Isn't that smart delivery? So I've looked. Yeah, I've looked delivery. into this. I've looked into this. Imagine very rarely smart delivery. Very That's rarely do I look do. into anything. But the reason Bloodborne has not been made 60 FPS like Dark Souls has is because so much of the combat system and gameplay is tied to the frame rate. So it's not as yeah. easy as upscaling it because they would have to rebalance the whole game. I thought Digital Foundry unlocked, uncapped the frames, and the guy were playing sixty frames on. Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. Thought a, I thought I thought a uh, hack or did on a PC rip, but I didn't know that they'd actually done it on console. I, in fact, I'm ninety nine percent sure they had. I, I recently was... tried playing Bloodborne again, and it's honestly when you 
It's, when you've played 60, you can't yeah. come back, man. When you, it's like, upscaling, you're like, wow, this is nice. Downscaling, you're like, oh my god, how it, how did I live like this? <laughs> like, how did I not know? It like you're walking through mud. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so bad. Um, oh, here's a big one. Yeah. And look at the list. Titanfall 3. Oh, yeah! I actually, I've, I I've had a lot of fun 1. with the Titanfall and multiplayer. I haven't done, like, hours into it, but I've dabbled and it was a good time. That was a good, like... In between Call of Duty's releases, it's underrated. It's definitely doing more for the genre than Call of Duty is. Like, it should be a bigger yeah. deal. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, XCOM three. Oh yeah, me. yeah. That's a yeah. I love me I some love tactical. XCOM. I love me some tactical alien shooting. Uh oh yeah. Oh Helldivers two. Hell yeah. Helldivers. Oh, yeah. Is, excuse me. Helldivers is fun. Yeah, for sure. I love that. That's like Starship Troopers, the game, to the point where I wish they would just skin it as Starship Troopers and let it be. <laughs> Final uh, Fantasy 7 remake? Oh, part uh, two? Yeah, I mean they're gonna I'm of course I'm gonna get it, but I can't say I'm hyped about it because I really don't like the direction the first one went by the end. So I mean it's like what yeah, else? It's like less RPG now, right? Is it like, more of an action game? No, it's it's more like they've I don't abridged know. everything. Did we lose Sam? Mm, did we lose Sam? All right, well, continuing on. Uh, <laughs> uh, new Bioshock, I'm going to say probably not if Ken Levine's not involved, and he's not. So I'm going to... Oh, is he not? No. Wait, what is, what's he doing now? He has his own studio. They haven't announced a game yet, but they're working on one. Uh, it's like okay. Ghost Something Games. I don't remember. Or Spirit, or I don't remember. Something like that. It has a spooky name. Also, I don't know. It's called Bioshock 2022. I doubt that's the actual title. I think that's if it, okay. It might be a working to. Oh, that's probably yeah, the release stupid. year. They're Pro- thinking, oh, okay, they're okay, okay. I was I was thinking of like it was going to be like an alternate present day Bioshock game. That just I that doesn't work. No, yeah, no. Like like alternate history and alternate future. Great. Like bi- that's per like Bioshock. That's great. But like you can't do like a present day. It just doesn't work. It would not be good. Yeah, and it's yeah. Um. I just don't know where they're going to set it that would be meaningful. Because if they do space, that's what System Shock's for. Prey already exists. Yeah. They can't go back to Rapture again. No, nobody would buy that game. Uh, I don't want them to touch Infinite. I think that story is as wrapped up as it possibly could be. So yeah, I'd, I'd like, really I don't, like that game. I, in a volcano. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, did I just hole. hear Sam? Is Sam back? I don't think you did. Damn. Yeah, I'll just ping him. Uh, new Hitman? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I... Oh, well, it's Hitman Pro, whatever that means. I'm guessing that they're... I don't know. Something tells me it, they want to do an annualized release thing, where it's almost like a war zone, like battle pass for Hitman type yeah, situation. I don't know if that works for me. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I feel like Hitman is like a it's like Hitman is like a heavy meal. It's like a special occasion where you like you take it all in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not I don't Hitman isn't like, "Oh, I'll just go play some Hitman." Hitman is like, it's "I want like to kill some kids." <laughs> yeah. It's like give me like one really really good like 20-hour game like every 3 years or something. Yeah. Like that's that's well, Hitman. Um, Take your time. I think that team is also making a new James Bond game, which 
Is that true? That is true. That's super hype, actually. And I want to see how they do that if they... Because it's got to be... You can't have James Bond running around dressing up as a clown and then going to a kid's birthday party, right? Like, Yeah. It's not like the same thing as Hitman. I'm curious to see how they... Uh, hey, can you hear me again? Yep. Yeah, what's He's up? Back. Oh, my goodness. Once again, just talking to you guys and feeling ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can talk about the uh, the blacklist, Metallica blacklist. Oh yeah, 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 that's a good one. I have one big complaint about it, Not and it's songs. that. Uh, no, it's that the songs are ordered by the cover, so you have like nine "Nothing Else Matters" covers in a row, and it doesn't matter how good they are. By the middle of like the third or fourth one, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I've heard this. I've I've just heard the same song four times Never in a row. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shuffle them. That's all I want, okay? Please. Yeah, that was a little Because <laughs> I can't, I cannot enjoy the fifth time I hear Andrew Sandman. Also, I just, I, they, I wish there was more songs off that album. Yeah, it seems there were a couple songs everyone. that had like two covers. And yeah, I think there was one that even had Don't Tread on one. Me, right? I think it's one. Yeah. I think Volbeat did that one. <laughs> It yeah. was, I fucking hate Volbeat, but it was okay. I'll give it, I'll give it okay. Well, they're working with good material in that case. <laughs> Sam, did you listen to the Blacklist at all or any of the songs off of it? I did not. Well, you listened to the Ghost one, right? Oh, yeah, I guess I did listen to that, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that was off an album. I thought it was just Ghost being Ghost. Um, it was okay. That was about as Ghost as you could imagine Enter Sandman cover. Yeah, like they, yeah. It's... <laughs> Kind of just a weird. I listened to I'm it sad once. that it I was like a truncated version. I really haven't felt a reason to go back to it. There was nothing about it that uh, had me wanting to listen to it multiple times. I was just surprised to see names like Jason Isbell, who's like a country singer, as mm-hmm. doing a cover, and it was a really good cover. It was. Um, and there was a like Phoebe Bridgers and stuff. It's like people you wouldn't uh, associate with Metallica. I made this joke in the chat, and I'm going to make it again because. I think it's funny, but it has so many names on it. I could have sworn that Metallica must have died in a plane crash. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why they chose this album. I don't know. It's one of their biggest selling, I think, of all time. It probably is the biggest selling. I think it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, it's pretty good. It's worth a. I don't know if you, it's not, yeah, like you're saying, it's not something you sit down and listen to cover to cover, like a regular album. It's like, oh, I want to see how X person does a cover of this song. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. Oh, a, the Corey Taylor, Holier Than Thou. That was a top tier cover. Oh, yeah, that was. That. that was really good. Corey Taylor, uh, he's Yeah, all right. check it out. It was good. Check it out. It's, speaking of music, I got to see an album release uh, show for Low. Oh, how oh, was that? Yeah. Was it like going it to church? Cool. That's what everybody says it was it's like. Um I can see that and like <clears throat> it was funny, like uh, just in between sets, uh went to the porta potty, got talking with this other couple that was there, me and my wife. And they were talking about that show at Sacred Heart in Duluth that Lowe put mm-hmm. on. Or they do it semi frequently. It's like in a church. And then it's like, oh, so that's a, that's a known thing. It's not like some indie thing. They do it all the okay. time, apparently. Um, How much do you want to bet I just completely misunderstood and somebody told me the show was in a church and I my brain translated it to going to a show is like <laughs> going to church. 
Well, th- th- people always like, and this is another thing about low fans. There's no like, oh yeah, low's pretty good. It's like low is the greatest thing that has ever graced our planet. Like, <laughs> I've seen that. No one is fifty yeah. percent low. That's fan. true. And it's like I, I'm a fifty percent low fan. Yeah, same. Like I think they have their moments for me for sure. And off their new album, their radio song I think is actually really solid. Some of it I don't really care for. Like I don't know. It dips a little too much into avant-garde for my taste. I don't want to have to like be uncomfortable listening to an album. That's not why I listen to music. I listen to music because it sounds good yeah. <laughs> and evokes some kind of emotional response that's not, all oh, my ears. Every time I listen um, to their music, I think, man, I feel like I would hate being stuck next to these people on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> why? They're just going to art at you for a Yeah, while? that's kind of what I, I get. I just get that feeling. You know what Being I mean? They're like downstairs neighbor in an apartment. I, I get the feeling that they're like one of those those artsy people that are so open minded that they circle right back around to being very very judgmental, and I feel like it would just be a miserable experience. That's just how I feel. Music can be great, but I just I feel like I get that sense yeah. from everything they do. Yeah, I mean, like I'm glad people like that exist because there is interesting stuff that comes as a result of that. And this new low album was pretty good. And like live, it was really interesting, and it's the venue was really strange, in a good way. It was a McDonald's um, play place. It was yeah. We it were in was the ball at pit. Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said, "What the fuck's up, Denny's?" And then, they, yeah. <laughs> um, and then no, played a soft was, lick on a mandolin. It's called the what was it? Square Lake Music the Home Festival. Depot. And it it was literally like a guy's backyard. Oh, like not it wasn't like a farmland situation or anything. There was probably only like 200 people there. It was like on a hill in his yard and they built their own stage. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was super bizarre cuz like That's you know, exactly is, what I'm talking about. Low seems like the kind of band that makes people build a stage for them and then Well, they had this built already. Like this was like a thing that was happening before this album release party it wasn't Lowe's doing like you're ruining just, my bit. <laughs> I'm just try, I'm trying to set this. The did you, the did you have straight. fun? That's the important. Fake news, Sam. Did you have a fun? Did you have a, a blast? I wouldn't say a blast. Uh, <laughs> I it was there was a bad, a couple of bad signs. Uh, I checked my watch at certain points, which is never something I want to find myself doing at a concert. <laughs> True, but <clears throat> I I don't know. I can't get into that droney slow stuff for too long. Like a couple yeah. of the songs are really good. The rest of it, no, thank you. That's, that's how I feel about like if I went to an EDM festival, and I know that you have to be on a lot of drugs to go to an EDM festival, and actually you probably <laughs> do for low as well. Were you? Were, you can edit this out or or not answer if you're not comfortable with it. But were you high for low? No, no. <laughs> I we feel had like, some beers, but yeah. I feel like no. like that's a. I feel like you have to be high. I feel like low is shroom music, <laughs> and I don't even do shrooms. It just doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that make sense when I say it? I say it. Yeah, you're like that sounds like an objectively true thing. Like you've got to be on yes. a trip to to see low. I don't know. Could be. Could be. But yeah, it was good. It was just really strange that you know. First, it's a band from Duluth, which is strange in and of itself. Also, it's like a critically acclaimed, internationally touring band. Also, it was in some guy's backyard. <laughs> basically, it's definitely a unique experience. It's definitely a yeah. Unique it was. Experience. It was cool. Yeah, and it was yeah. their first time ever playing the album cover to cover live so that's pretty neat well good but yeah how was the crowd was the crowd weird 
the crowd was i think the average age must have been about 35 or 37 ew i'm kidding <laughs> no like i'm just saying like there wasn't a lot of young fans there but were they weird like, were they not weird, like or zoomer they, age people did they seem like normal like, people that like go to their job and just had to catch a show yeah i they, mean like, they all seemed like honestly business professionals oh, okay. a lot of them <laughs> were like like very well groomed and it was like them with their spouse and they all look like put together it was you know not a the typical you know ghost crowd <laughs> it was a, a very weird departure but that yeah. was when i went to see uh green day and, and fallout boy and, and uh, weezer it was just a bunch mm. of people that were just like me that you know clearly we've crossed over into the dad rock age <laughs> it was awesome. a, bunch, a bunch of bald dudes who were like trying to capture their youth <laughs> Ooh, ee, ooh, I feel just like Buddy Holly. I look just like Buddy Holly. Whatever. And you're Mary Tyler Moore. And I don't care what they say about us anyway. I don't care about that. <laughs> Good rhyme scheme. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're about halfway through the show. Do we want to do we want to do Crest in the Wind just to knock it out? Let's do it. All right. Play the Crest in the Wind music right here, Johnny. I close my ears These bands all had a moment and that moment's gone All these songs Passed before their ears to mediocrity Crust in the wind All they are is crust in the wind Thanks, Johnny. We're back. Um, so full disclosure, I didn't listen to this album again in recent times. I had listened to it when it came out last year. So okay. my memory is a bit hazy, but it's also... Oh, I guess we should say this is for Static X Project Regeneration Volume 1. Yep. Uh-oh. I think I oh. listened to the wrong one, boys. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> what did, did you we... listen to? I listened to Static X, but I, I chose their most recent album, and I don't think it was called Project Regeneration. Let me double check here. I thought Wait, they called, put out a new one since then. I thought I listened. Yeah, Cult of Static. It came out this year. That's what I listened to. Oh snap! Uh, all right, we'll revisit that next week. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta push it back because yeah. Uh, well, I'll just say one interesting tidbit about this band: their lead singer Wayne Static. Who, uh, no, Cult of Static came out in 2009. But there was a remastered. This is just a cross thing. So I just was looking at that. So a Cult of Static came out in 2009. Then there was Project Regeneration Volume 1, which I was probably supposed to listen to. But the latest release, which is what I always click on, uh, is Cult of Static Expanded Version. And that came uh, out in 2021. Okay. So it's my bad for not like really like looking at what I was doing. But Understanding I just assumed that the if lore. I looked, I just, I just, I, whenever we do these, I just go to the bands and I click latest release and I listen to it. <laughs> Well, we can revisit this next time. Uh, <clears throat> just note that the lead singer that you hear on many of the tracks is dead. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. How'd he die? I don't remember. Let me... Let's hit uh, the internet. What Do you remember his name? Wayne Static. Wait, that was his real name, Wayne Static. Yes. 
All right, Wayne Static. November 1st, 2014, 48. Combined drug intoxication. Damn. Uh, He consumed half an oxycodone pill, as well as alcohol that morning before going to bed with his wife, and then he died. Don't miss mix pharmaceuticals and booze, everybody. Um, uh, he had autopsy confirmed he had died of multiple prescription drug toxicity consisting of the painkillers oxycodone, hydromorphone, and the anti-anxiety medication alprazolam. Alprazolam, yeah. Combined with alcohol, yeah. Not long for this world. He <laughs> fucking guzzling like four different <laughs> narcotics and booze. Youch, but his hair lives on. He was a pescatarian. That's good to know. It worked out well for him. <laughs> and he was from Muskegon, Michigan. Nothing like cool. some fish and opioids. Mmm. <laughs> Makes the fish go down smooth. <laughs> so, so, so that, I'm sorry. Are we doing Project Regeneration or are we doing Cult of Static for next? Uh, project regeneration, I think, okay. is their most. I'll go and I'll listen to that. What I will say, so all I'll say about Cult of Static is that I liked it. I was going to give it a one point five, and it grew on me okay. over time when I first started listening to it because I'm not a big Static. X. I've never really spent a lot of time listening to Static X. I hated it at first, and it really grew on me. They are very uh, interesting musically. They do they they do some cool stuff with their guitars that make every song kind of stand out a little bit. They're kind of in the same camp for Power Man 5000 to me. Yeah, that, that's like why I yeah, industrial of, rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of their oh, songs. Well, podcast. One of their oh, songs sounded really, really influenced by Donkey Kong. Do you remember which one? No, I'm sorry. I meant, but no, not that one. The underwater level. There's a guitar one. Oh yeah, I actually love that song. I can't remember the tune of it off the top of my head. The guitar, but is that from Donkey Kong Country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the songs on the on a Cult of Static, it sounded like very reminiscent of that to the point where I'm pretty sure it was at the very least uh, influenced by it. Like you won't convince me otherwise, but I really liked that song. (laughs) Neat. I'm gonna check that out. All All right. right, Well, well, no crest in the wind this week. Hmm. I got a quick story, something. Okay. Maybe Sam, you'll relate to this. I think this is funny because this would be annoying as hell if it was me. Okay. So I work for a hospital. Um, the medical record software we use uh, is called Epic. Uh, <laughs> and Epic. It's like, it the, has, it's, like the, it's like the standard, just so everybody understands. Yeah. Epic is considered the holy grail of EMRs. Go on. Uh, EMR for you viewers, electronic medical record. Um, sorry, I, I started talking nerd. about the biz. You know, I hate to do it to you. I, ha- I hate to flex on y'all. <laughs> hate sorry, to drop guys. the acronyms. Sorry for using that industry. I left talk. the army straight into healthcare. My whole life is acronyms. <laughs> it actually is. Sorry about that, folks. Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to stunt on you like that. <laughs> so, so Epic has a feature you can't. It, it, you can't just look anyone up. Uh, obviously, everything you do, all of your activity is logged somewhere for for HIPAA compliance. Um, but you can't, it, the system will like, it locks like privileged people, like people that it just assumes outright that as a starting point, you don't have access to look at. So you can't, you couldn't look up like a celebrity or like a politician or somebody with your same last name, uh, you know, things like that. But um, it has a feature called breaking the glass where it's like, it's a button you click that says break the glass. And it's like, you're saying, no, I actually do need to look at this right now. It is important. I do have a right to do it. 
and then it shows it to you. And then all of those break the glass events get audited later. So it's not like, you know, you work in the ER or something like the mayor gets hit by a bus. It's not like you can't look up their medical record, right? You just have to click the button. And then the auditor would come in and you'd say, oh yeah, well, they got hit by a bus and they were here in the ER. They'd think, okay, cool. Well, un- apparently, uh, if you work where I work, uh, all employees of where I work are also, like, th- their medical records are locked if you work there. So you can't, like, look up your coworkers or whatever. But it means that any time, I just found this out last, I had an appointment. Any time I have an appointment, every single person, like the registration person, the nurse, and whatever provider comes in, like, everyone has to break the glass just to do my appointment. Which means they get audited individually every single time I have an appointment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I go in I go in for like an eye checkup or something and like every single like, person involved has to answer for it. Is there not like an exemption form or something? Like this guy's uh, just getting a checkup situation? Like Do they have no to go idea. through that? I kind of get so, it because I guarantee so funny to me. there are people that would look into your stuff just to see what's going on with you. Like, sure. People are, like, I mean, yeah, we we fire enough people every year that I know what happens. I believe it. But like <laughs> Uh, it's just That's so fun. funny to me that I go in, I'm like, hey, I think my eyes are getting worse. I go in, I just have like a normal eye appointment and there's like, someone has to answer for it. I'm like, why did you look at Corey's eyes? <laughs> he put an you? appointment, he I asked swear. me to. You know, honestly, this is worth getting into a little bit since we couldn't even do Crest in the Wind anyway. How is your hospital system, like, how is your hospital system functioning? And we don't have to name it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I have done drug testing for so many of your hospital's former employees <laughs> that it's almost all I do because they're all leaving to travel positions. Um, do you have like three people left working in that entire Dude, I hospital? sent you the picture. Do you remember yeah. what the number was? I uh, Hang on. I'm going to try like to find it. like 348, something crazy. It's it was something like... absolutely crazy. Uh, they're hiring hundreds of nurses. Yeah. And, how is, and uh, all total, there's there's got to be over a thousand open positions right now. It's so like, crazy. How are they? Because <laughs> like, okay, so my small little clinic, and I mean, we see between 50 and 70 patients a day and we're drowning in our own right, but we don't have to staff thousands and thousands of people. And I'm stressed and I'm getting an ulcer trying to work with the logistics of what I've got going on. Um, how is the hospital? <laughs> like, what's going on over there? Way more people and to- way more ulcers. <laughs> Like, so like the sick people don't stop. And like, at some point in my job, I can be like, well, we just, we can't see anybody else today. Like it's not physically possible. And that's one Mm -hmm. of the really cool things about my uh, discipline of of medicine that I operate within. Like the floor nursing and and medicine in general, I'm going to tie everything back to nursing, but I'm I'm medicine. Let's open it up. Patients don't stop coming. (laughs) And like, do you just have, like, one person working 24-7? Like, what's going on that you're so short? Like, are you plugged into that? Can you speak to that at all? Or I, is it not? I, I, I'm just as curious as you. I don't know. I don't know what the actual, like... It wouldn't be that hard to... I could just straight up... Like, I know people. I could just ask them. But, like, I don't know what it's like on the ground level for them. I don't know if they're... If I go to, like, uh, I don't know, like, med surgery, just some normal department in the hospital. I don't know if I'm going to find that there's, like five people that work there in like 16 hour shifts that's what i picture in my head like that's no maybe that's the case i actually have no idea like two doctors and four nurses running an entire hospital right now i don't know because uh they're opening the new building in like 18 months or something 
they're all, the construction's almost done. Like the they're they've almost done like drywall and windows and everything up to the top floor. And then that's when like the real internal work begins. I don't know what they're gonna do in like two years when there's like a fully functioning new hospital open and there's just no one to work in it. It's very ironic that uh you know, because when the pandemic started and patient volume was down, they let go of a ton of people. And I don't know how much you guys follow what's going on in the medical field, and I don't blame you if you don't. But we had a ton of people out of work, and and notoriously myself included, lost my job and my mm-hmm. position in my entire place where I was working closed down. And um, now, I mean, now, ironically enough, we have this vaccine and we have patient volumes picking way up. Now everybody's quitting. <laughs> so yeah, I, what a I rough couple say, of years. What a rough yeah, couple I know, of years, man. I know from the, like the all the layoffs that we did. Yeah. Basically, everybody got rehired. I remember because uh, I was looking for jobs and I couldn't. I could not get hired at your uh, at your facility. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get an interview. And mm-hmm. I like to think I have a pretty good resume. <laughs> and yeah, so we every, pretty much. Every, I think at the end of the day, what happened was everybody got rehired except the people that nobody liked. Yeah, <laughs> so which it, is actually a pretty great at, way to purge people the, out. It is actually at the end of the day, it turned out to just basically be an exercise to to get rid of all of the people that everybody wanted to get rid of but didn't have the pretense for. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't. I know you you work from home and that you're more of the IT side, but I was just curious. Like, I I want to know how bad the fire is. I don't. Um, yeah, I I I don't know. I I don't know what like the actual day to day is like for for the people, uh, like actually in patient care. As a vaccinated nurse, I mean, I'm getting to a point where I like I get so many calls from recruiters. Like, I am legit. This is this is my time. Like, I'm worth my weight in gold right now. <laughs> I think I'm going to end up probably in a six-figure position the way things are going. I'm not even close to that right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that we're getting to a point where it's going to be like that because there's just so many holes and everybody's going to these travel agencies because they pay six figures. It's actually like a really sweet deal if you don't have a family. It's what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. It's a good time. It's a good time to be a nurse. I hope. Get that hope bag, Sam. Huh? Uh, I, you Make know, I'm still working brand. on, I want that management experience on my resume. It's very important to me for the long con because, uh, that's a good I don't, call. I don't want to be floor nursing when I'm 60. You know what I mean? That's so mm-hmm. hard on your body. So <laughs> I'm building up that administrative role and it's a little bit less money right now, but I think it sets me up for some really good stuff in the end What's game. like in like the nursing world, what's like the Cadillac of, of like retirement gigs yeah or like like the last five years before retirement gigs what's yeah, like they're the actually truly they're truly is it's called the pack you <laughs> it's a <post laughs> care unit and uh so literally like all of your patients are asleep because they're coming out of surgery they're all relatively stable <laughs> um you pretty much just make sure that their heart keeps beating and then you send them back to the medical floor <laughs> So That's you, hilarious. That the uh, day surgery and pack you are kind of seen as like the golden pastures. Oh, so, I thought you were going to say like like a uh, like a family medicine clinic or or something like that. No, because those typically don't pay well. What you have to understand about pack you is that it pays uh, union nursing uh, money, which once you've put in between thirty and forty years is actually ridiculous. Okay, um, <laughs> with the way this the pay scales like. Um, you end up, there are people, like, I'll just put it like this way. There are people that don't go on to become practitioners or doctors because they make so much money as a nurse that it's actually a loss for mm-hmm. them. So, you know, a job where you don't really have to do much and you still make that money is kind of seen as the sweet, sweet middle ground with no stress. And uh, pack you is, is ask any, I, I, I would assume that if you ask any nurse, they would say the same. I'd be very curious if they had a different answer, but. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> 
I uh, I have a grudge against people who work in PACU. Because when I had surgery, they stole my mask while I was asleep. <laughs> and then when I woke up, the PACU nurse who came in yelled at me for not having a mask on. Uh, it was all set up. They just wanted to yell at you. <laughs> and then sold me one for $80. <laughs> They Is wouldn't let me leave. They locked the door. No, I'm oh, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> you've seen those, like, I've gotten itemized bills later after yeah, just, like, uh-huh, a, uh-huh. an appointment. It's like a tongue depressor. It's like $35, <laughs> and you're like, where yeah. are you buying these that they cost this much? <laughs> Medical grade cardboard. <laughs> yeah. oh, so you know, that just reminds me of a really quick story. One time I was doing a strep test on a kid, and, like, like in any industry, there are, there are like, people that really want to be involved but just clearly haven't made the cut and that's going to be in anything like it'd, it'd be like if i tried to talk about programming or something with you guys like i'm not making fun of the fact that some people don't stay in the industry it's just mm-hmm. there there's a work in anything long enough and you'll see people that want to be part of it but clearly just haven't been able to and uh i had a dad bring his kid and i was doing a strep test which is a swab on the back of the throat and uh, the kid's tongue was in the way so i needed a tongue depressor <laughs> And this guy, he was like, oh, I used to be an EMT right away. You'll notice that anybody that works in the medical field can't be quiet about it, especially when you're <laughs> at a medical appointment. Like, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like that if you go to a computer store. You have to be like, I'm in the best. I don't know. <laughs> I went to grab the time depressor, and he was like, he'd been kind of making some funny comments, but he looked at me, he was just like, mm, ah, yes, a tongue depressor, good choice. I would have gone with that, too. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> completely serious. <laughs> like, it wasn't a funny wow. thing. And I was like, mm, yeah, it's about the only choice <laughs> pretty useful yeah. <laughs> it'd be like mm, yes so, so, the thing that's made for this thing yes. it'd be like mm. if, if if you had a computer guy with you and you you, you, you plugged in your mouse uh, to mouse. move your arrow <laughs> imagine somebody being like mm, yes a mouse good choice <laughs> but how are you going to type the letters into your computer oh uh, keyboard very mm, nice how resourceful <laughs> All right, guys, I got to, uh, so listeners know I, it's my fault. We have a shorter episode and that we recorded earlier in the day. I have a crazy Saturday today. I have a lot going on and I unfortunately do have to go. So don't feel like you have to end the episode, but I do have to jump off myself. Um, okay. Well, maybe we'll try to round it out to just about an hour just to be sure a little more consistent. Yeah. No, we'll no. Just chat. We'll probably talk about Deathloop. Have you played Deathloop at all, Sam? Any last comments? I haven't. Uh, Deathloop, um, you know, I made a promise to myself either this year or last year, I can't remember, that I wouldn't take risks on expensive full-price AAA games and just because I'm, I'm tired of wasting my family's money. Sure. And Deathloop just, it doesn't look like it would appeal to me, and so I have not touched it. You and Jack are both really enjoying it. Um. And I look forward, yeah. I, you know, I might listen to this episode to hear your thoughts on it, but I got to run. I got to watch my uh, daughter while my wife delivers a wedding cake. So God thanks, everybody. Up. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later, Sam. Bye. See ya. Thank God that guy's gone. God, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Deathloop. Okay, I played... Deathloop. I played about an hour about it. Okay, this is the, <laughs> the only thing I knew going in. This was so weird to me. This has never happened for like a game before. There was one thing that, like, unanimously, nobody could shut the fuck up about, and it was how good the voice acting was. And it was, like, five, or, like, four different people individually said, Corey, you gotta play this game, the voice acting's so good. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, it's, I know. Yeah. It doesn't so sound like something, it's like, oh, wow, 
cool. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sold. That's okay. But I bought it and I'm playing it now. And I have to say, the voice acting is very good. <laughs> Isn't it? It's awesome. It's like the standout. It's so good. Well, and it's it's backed up with stellar writing too. Like, yeah. I, it's always frustrating in video games especially because... The writing that is considered like excellent is not by comparison to things like books and movies anywhere yeah, it's in like the same a, universe. It's like a, a, the best game is like a B minus on like any other scale. Yeah, and it's like nobody talks realistically or like you know, the vocal direction's usually really stiff or mm-hmm. cartoony. Oh yep. wow, look who's back. I'm in. Tr- I'm in trouble. <laughs> so I went upstairs to. <laughs> That's uh, unfortunate. I went upstairs and, and both my wife and daughter were gone, which means that I did not do it in a timely enough manner. Which means, uh oh, you may never see me on this podcast again. This might be my finale. <laughs> well, oh, you, you were talking about dialogue, Tom. Well, <laughs> I don't know exactly when this crossover point was, but do you remember when games just didn't give a shit about trying to be immersive or whatever, and they were like. Uh, to change your camera, hit the R1 button. You'd have like someone yeah. in your ear telling you that yeah. explicitly. Yep. <laughs> That's a, actually Kojima still does that. He, I don't. He really likes writing like that. It's like hit the action button to open the door. And it's just like okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's something like that seems so unique to him at this point because yeah, pretty much nobody is really doing that anymore. Like there, there. I, I, again, I don't know exactly when it was, but at some point, like everybody started to care a whole lot about making you forget that you were playing a video game. Whereas before, like nobody cared. Yeah. Um, yeah. All this to say death loop, the writing's awesome. Um, the voice acting and direction is like top notch. Whoever plays the main character cult is like fantastic. And even the other main antagonist, Juliana mm-hmm. is also excellent. And that's who you hear talk pretty much the most. Other characters you don't hear as much. So um, I don't really, um, I don't quite fully understand, like all of the meta game stuff yet. Like, like the outside the game, playing the game, if you know what I mean. Like the the different regions and the inventory and like the trinkets and whatever, like all that stuff yeah. is still like super. I'm still trying to figure it all out. But I, oh, did you get it, Corey? You did you buy it too? I did. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I've only played like an hour. It was like 58 minutes or whatever. Uh, I am enjoying it. It is fun. I only did like one real, one real like kind of stealth section, and that was it. But uh, I am excited to play it more. Yeah, I I think I'm probably about I don't know four or five hours in at this point, so not like super deep into it. Um, really, really enjoying it so far. I really enjoyed past arcane games. I mean, like praise very good. Dishonored, I love. Um, and it definitely feels like that. It feels like an arcane game. Mm-hmm. Um, are you playing it on PlayStation Five or PC? Uh, I'm on PC. Okay, cool. Is that how's? I heard there like Denuvo might be fudging around with like frame rates. Have you had any issues? That's with what that? I heard too. I even on Steam it has like mixed reviews. So I was like, what? But it's fine. I've had no problems at all. <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh man, dude. It's just it's it, we've it's talked about it. Man. We've talked about the gamer rage before, where like people will just get mad about something, and then like that's it. Yeah, they just hate that thing forever. It can never be redeemed. And then that spreads too to people who haven't even like played it or tried it themselves. Yeah, and then yeah, I, that's a whole. <laughs> God, I hate 
I hate people. I hate everyone. Is that fair to say? Yes. All right. It is cool. extremely fair. Um, but uh, just for listeners who might not know what Deathloop's all about, like the premise is kind of a Groundhog Day situation. You basically wake up in the same spot at the same time of day on the same day every day. And every time you die, you, I forget what they call it, loop out. So then you reset. So it's kind of like a roguelike in some aspects, but um, it has progression that carries over. So it's not like a strict like Spelunky or something style where you start mm-hmm. with nothing every time. Yeah, well, and there's also like checkpoints that progress the game. And if you, it's just like if you die, what what's it called? It starts with an R. Um, oh, replay or something like that yeah no. well like like it's not like if you die you start the whole day over you get like two or three lives or something yeah where you jump back like uh i think it's like 30 seconds or something yeah um, uh and then you get another shot to to get to that and if you die whatever like three times before that checkpoint then you start that day over again yep and then the day's broken up into four sections morning noon afternoon and night um there's four distinct maps that are all pretty big and have different things going on at different times of days and basically the whole premise is you're trying to break out of this loop this groundhog day loop and you're trying to figure out how you can do that so you have to go to different places on at different times of day to learn where other people will be on earlier in the day or like i just came across something that i thought was pretty awesome uh today where i had to get into this like warehouse and i went down and then i found this old like uh electrical box that controlled the motorized door mm-hmm. and it was destroyed and then there was a note left on it that's like some idiot broke this this morning so you can go back in the morning and stop that from happening so when you need to be there in the <laughs> afternoon you can get in and that's it's just super like, funny it's ton- it's tons and tons and tons of stuff like that like it's like setting up you can like plan out your days to accomplish different tasks and then, well, you have to for some things. And it's super satisfying to go through and then just be like, all right, I need to be here at this time to take care of this. But then I need to go over here, you know, at noon and do that, you know. That's super. It's yeah, I, I haven't really hit that stuff yet. That, I'm, that sounds really exciting, actually. Yeah. The one thing I will say is they throw a ton of stuff at you at first and it might not click right away. But I think it takes, and I know I hate saying this, you have to give it a little bit and mm-hmm. it clicks fully, I think. I think the voice acting does enough to carry you to that point, though. I genuinely think that. Because it's super stellar. Like, top-notch. Super hilarious. I've laughed out loud multiple times. And it's been more than just the, you know, the <laughs> through the nose. Yeah, it is a funny game. Yeah. Um, also, another cool thing. Um, if you have it enabled, you can basically have what... It's basically like invasions from uh, Dark Souls. Where some like somebody playing this Juliana character comes into your game and tries to hunt you down and kill you, mm. which resets the loop. And then, but if you kill them, you get a bunch of like bonus gear and like what is kind of the currency. Um, the only I did thing not know that I turned that off because the connectivity is real not good. <laughs> okay. So when somebody jumped into my game. And started shooting at me i'd like aim at them then they would like rubber band 500 feet away and then shoot me and kill me and i was like okay yeah okay yeah i'm supposed to just <laughs> fight this this specter <laughs> yeah it was and i know there's like powers that let you kind of teleport around but this was not that this was network issues like for sure 
But the good news is, if you don't want players doing it, the AI does it. And it's still a challenge, obviously. But you can cheese it a little easier. Um, the AI is kind of stupid. I will say okay. that. It's one of my, I guess, only complaints is there. It's a little too easy. And apparently the difficulty is supposed to adapt. So I maybe I haven't hit a point where it starts getting harder. But it's been pretty simple so far. I'm impressed. Yeah, well, I'm impressed cool with game. the complexity. I'm, I'm excited to play more. I'm impressed with the complexity that you're describing. Yeah, it's really fun, and it doesn't feel overly complex ever. It's like when you take a step back and kind of think about everything that's going on. It's complex, but when you're playing it, it's just like a really slick first-person action game. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on because they always do like the you know the immersive sim <laughs> is like their bread and butter. Uh, so yeah, it's really cool. Recommend checking it out. I don't know if it earned... It hasn't earned a 10 from me yet. I think that's a little generous. But uh, yeah, that's good. Sam, you sent a message I want to talk about. Sure. You said, bros, I think I want an Xbox. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. I uh, First of all, I'm not like going back on anything. I'm very glad that I got a PlayStation first. Because Tom immediately went on the offensive and he was like, you guys said that I'd be playing myself if I got one. That's how it sounds when you talk in the chat, Tom, just so you know. You guys said your voice in the chat. That's how it happens. Yeah. He, like he sounds like a background character in a South Park episode. <laughs> I wanted to get an Xbox. Cool was recorded earlier. That works for everyone. <laughs> That's just how you <laughs> No, but um, the thing about... so. I, I really hate retreading things over and over again in this podcast, but I really don't have time to game as much as I used to, and I'm really tired of spending money on games. Uh, that like for Deathloop, I get the feeling that I would buy it, I would play it for 45 minutes, and then I would never, I wouldn't play it again, and it would be nagging at me. So I'd be doing things like I don't know if you guys have that, like where you, I was raised kind of um, frugally, so when I spend money, it really eats at me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so spending what is Deathloop a seventy dollar game? Uh, sixty uh, on PC. I sixty don't know, on PS five. I, I want to say it's sixty on PS five. Yeah, it is. It's sixty yeah. on PS five. So even at yeah. sixty, I would be I would be uh, say upstairs and maybe even mowing the lawn, whatever. And there would be a part. There would be a voice in the back of my head that would be like, hey, "You spent sixty dollars. You better go play that game." And then you know that natural like that uh, that ODD that that oppositional defiance disorder that we all have just a little bit would be like I'm not gonna play a game just because you think I should and uh, <laughs> that I'm describing the by the way is called schizophrenia brain. and it's why I'm very very sick. <laughs> Please, Please help. I need help. <laughs> this is the real Sam talking. Yeah, I only get about help, a minute a day. Help, help. No, that's not the real Sam. <laughs> Hey guys, um, if I if I got exposed, don't play with me. So anyway, so the reason all of that that was I'm sorry. I mean, it is a podcast. The point is to talk, but that was a very very long way to say the uh, reason I want an Xbox is for Game Pass because it's one flat rate a month. Every time a new game comes out right now, and I don't want to spend the money on it, it's free on Game Pass. It seems like like Psychonauts, and I think Monster Train was free on Game Pass, and there's been and all the uh, Elder Scrolls are going to be free on Game Pass. I mean, come on. And uh, yeah, Gears of War, Halo, like yeah. anything from Microsoft. Yeah. There's a lot to. There's a gonna well, 
it's going to snowball quickly, but I have a feeling the price is also going to go up or the quality of games is going to go down. That's my only concern with Game Pass. And absolutely. I mean, I think that's the end point. That's why I'm, I'm glad that I want PS5 first. I mean, we, we talked about this in depth. I'm glad to support first party quality gaming. So I'm, I'm happy to have that. But I think I might double dip just because I can't like one monthly rate and then I can just play whatever appeals to me really yeah eases that on my brain <laughs> that then i could just pop in and yeah. try psychonauts 2 maybe i beat it maybe i'm crazy about it but i i haven't spent any more or less money if i drop it and don't finish it does that make sense yeah yeah no, that makes perfect sense yeah. and another we were i think we talked about it a little bit earlier the smart delivery is really cool um because there's like classic games on game pass like from original xbox like ninja gaiden and mm-hmm. like a bunch of those other games and then if you play it on like a Series X, it like bumps up the resolution and locks the frame rate at sixty. I which... unironically want to buy a Series S just so I can play Skate Three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. dude! I would, I I love would spend three hundred dollars so just to play Skate Three. I'm not even joking. That game is so awesome. The soundtrack, the online multiplayer. Wonder if the servers are still up for that game. <laughs> I doubt it. But yeah, that's where I'm but, at yeah. because I, uh, I mean, there are, there, we've talked about a PS5 is kind of disappointing, but there's some stuff on the horizon that might be cool and I'm glad to have it. But mm-hmm. in terms of like a monthly yeah, spending guess. budget, I think that it, an Xbox just makes too much sense, man. <laughs> if you're busy and you just want to kind of dabble in games every once in a while, but not have to deal with the, uh, responsibility of the financial expenditure, I think that that's a mm-hmm. pretty sweet deal. Agreed. Yeah, I hmm. I would double dip, but I know Shay will probably listen to this episode, and if she hears me say that, she'll probably kill me in my sleep. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't pitched it to the wife at all yet. I have not. <laughs> I'd have to like sock away quarters for yeah. like three years, and then I'll be like, ah, I finally have my jars full. Like, I can buy an Xbox. I think that if I went about it, like, we'll save money in the long run, but then of course the natural thing is they'll then sell your PS5, and buy an X, which is yeah, a very yeah. reasonable thing to suggest. Yeah, but... No. <laughs> yeah, but you don't understand. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me put it to you this way. That's yeah. never going to... No. To look at this from another not. angle, no. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, speaking of PlayStation releases on the horizon, they did have their showcase recently, which was, I think, pretty heavily overshadowed by the NVIDIA leaks. But there's a couple notable things. Uh, most notable, I think, is Knights of the Republic remake. Yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. the biggest thing that came from it. That's going to be awesome. And it's PlayStation exclusive for the first year, I think. Which is really strange, because this game was on exclusively on Xbox. Well, and PC, but the, when it first came out. I'm excited because I never so. got to play it at all. I just never had the opportunity, and I've heard about It's like the holy grail of these kind of like, because I really liked uh, Dragon Age Origins. And it's kind of yeah. Like, if you, uh, yeah. If, especially if you like Dragon Age, you're gonna love Knights of the Republic. It's play. It's like the same play style, but in Star Wars. So I'm hyped. That's an <laughs> that's an easy day one buy. Was there anything else that even looked good in that? I don't really. I, I'll else? see. It's like if they make the new Wolverine game, anything oh, I like have the X-Men. Oh yeah. Interest. Sorry, I have zero interest. The X Men Wolverine Origins game. Did you ever play that no. ever? No. That game I- was dope. Here's my take on superhero games, okay? Stop it. <laughs> I, I have for never really in cared. 
<laughs> I've never cared for any superhero game I've ever played. Same. The only exception is Spider-Man because the movement. Yeah. Like like the the movement and the like the web swinging. That's what makes those games good. I I think that's like the exception to the rule for me. Maybe another game could be really good. I'm not like counting it out, but is it, it I don't think like an open world Wolverine game would work. No. That yeah, no, I don't think so. That would be really like if they they would be like GTA, you just like run around stealing cars. My, they just my take the exact thought, same thing from Spider-Man and just pull Spider-Man. Well, that's what I was Wolverine thinking. It'd be really in. funny if because they didn't want to like like if it was just a cash grab, if like every time you move like Spider-Man comes down and swings you around. So it's almost the same animation. <laughs> He's just carrying you. It's he the same exact movement. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> hey, Bubba. Thanks, I'm going to call my good friend Spider-Man <laughs> to get around the city. Spider-Man, can you pick me up? <laughs> I'm I need for all the Denny's. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I have zero interest in that at all. I, I, It's kind of like Deathloop in that my ears might perk up if it starts getting perfect tens. I'd be like, maybe I should look at that. But I didn't even finish Spider-Man. I'm just kind of... I don't like open world games, really? bro. Okay. I don't like open world games. They just almost always disappoint and uh i'm hoping i'm I'm counting on elden ring to break that in january but zelda i played for five minutes and i'll never play it again i just don't like i don't like the open world thing you don't like breath of the wild it's i'm sorry those games are designed like and i think i was thinking about it. you guys are getting to the age where i was where i stopped liking that stuff and i think you even mentioned that you might be getting sick of that kind of thing tom it's because well the repetition it's mostly the ubisoft like their cookie cutter template for I think there's there's still interesting things that can be done with open world but it's getting stale with a lot of studios like Rockstar like, everything's feeling samey now I um, like open world games where the fun is where, where the world is fun to move around it so like yeah I think GTA is still pretty fun because like stealing cars and helicopters and playing whatever like that's always going to be fun um, like Sp- like Spider-Man example like moving around in a Spider-Man game is like about as fun as video games get it's like it's just pure fun um but like when you start getting into other stuff like far cry it's like eh, yeah I, 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 it falls off pretty quickly for me i think yeah agreed but i'm in mostly in agreement because a lot i mean especially i know we just talked about ubisoft but they designed those open world to be complete time wasters i don't want to run around the map collecting like flags for 10 hours yeah, uh, and then you get like a five-minute cutscene. That's it's the like, only way to defeat the Templars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get these feathers. Why? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hope it's not open world. Basically, the Wolverine game. Like, I, I it doesn't work with the character. Also, it needs. To, let's not make it like the cartoon where he only uses the claws to like cut open locks. And he's not yeah. just stabbing people in the face, you know, like he's, it's, he's inherently violent. He has razors that come out of his knuckles. That's knuckles? not like, what do they come out of his clothes? It will be like the Spider-Man game where you kick people off the building and then shoot away. Oh yeah. And then them. the web like saves them. Yeah. Like You'll stab people off, through dude. the skull and then wrap St- them up with a bandage in the yeah. animation. That's like that. Or you'll you won't fight humans at all. Is the other cop oh, out? Yeah, like you'll fight robots no, or something. No. Like, some bullshit that. That like that. That game would be unplayable. That's, that's, I, that's I shoot out like orange, wanna... orange oil when you beat them up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, like I, in Spider Man Two, you could like beat up a thug, bring him to the top of the Empire State Building, you and just then throw him off. him off the top, and then follow him all the way down, and he just dies. And that's 
And they were just like, whatever, if you want to do that as Spider-Man, you can do it. But this new one is just like, if you knock anybody off, a magic web from outer space. Disney approved! (laughs) Bullshit! (laughs) Anywho. um, Yeah, KOTOR. Gonna be sweet. Uh, I play it semi-frequently. That's kind of one of my games to replay on a... Not super regular cadence, but whenever I get the the inkling. And I think it still holds up personally. Uh, I know a lot of people complain about the combat, but I'm so used to it at this point. It doesn't really bother me. I've been hearing about it for so long that I don't think it can possibly live up to the hype, but I'm very excited to let it try. (laughs) It is the best Star Wars game of all time, and I know that sounds like... But if you just think about that for a second, there's really not that many Star Wars games that are like, whoa, this is really good. I'm kind of in the same boat that um, a lot of people I know were in for Mass Effect 1 were like... I really like Mass Effect 1. I think it's a great game, but like if you try to go back and play it now, it's just not playable. And and so like the people who never got around to playing it back when it came out, uh, never got to play it because it's just a shit game now. Uh, until the remaster came, that's kind of like me and Kotor One. Like I never really played it when it was a thing, and if I I've tried to go back a couple times, and it's just too dated. I just can't play it. Uh, so I'm I'm really really excited to play like a modern version of that game. I mean, I'm bummed because yeah. all this stuff is probably like five years away. <laughs> like the fact yeah, that all well, these things the just thing. had reveals where it yeah. was just like the characters walking onto the screen means that yeah. this, and this is the, the classic tag, the uh, not in-game footage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So on every trailer, these are ideas like, in okay, boardrooms so at this, this is... point. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you might, yeah, they might as well just had a guy come up with like a piece of paper, like with a list of games. He's like, ah, uh, how's there a few Wolverine game? Sound good? Yeah. Yay, nay. It really may as well have been that, honestly. Like, it's like, don't show me something when you have something to show. I'm so sick of these CG trailers, but it's been going on for so long now. It's the industry. And I mean, I think there's pressure to announce stuff earlier and earlier, and I think they're killing themselves with that. But at the same time, I think they need to... Gotta build hype, dog. Yeah, well, I think... Cyberpunk was announced in 2013. <clears throat> well, that's what I'm saying. I think that the, the games cost so much money to make now. That they have to do something to gauge interest and see and sell it to their to their uh their boards, you know, like oh look at all this buzz we're creating with this little CGI announcement. This is money well spent for the next twenty years while we make this game. <laughs> like, <sighs> oh, what else, fellas? Oh, we could just. What, I don't know. What did we learn today? What did we learn today? What did we learn today? Oh, I learned that Sam's in the doghouse. I am. Yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I haven't even gotten a text, which is not a good sign. <laughs> oh, no. Th- there hasn't Steve. been like a, uh, oh, it's okay. I grabbed your daughter and took her with me. Uh, there hasn't even been that. <laughs> it's just been silence. Ugh, that's brutal. I literally can't think of like anything we talked about. This is kind of a whirlwind episode. What did I learn today? I learned that I learned nothing. It's in one ear and out the other. I learned that when Tom talks, it sounds kind of like this. Like this. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, on an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I know this is kind of a weird one, folks. My fault, guys. Blame it on me. Oh, I no, was the don't one. Don't worry about it. I, I texted, we these, mix it I texted up. these guys earlier, and I was like, let's record at noon. And then I texted them again. I was like, let's record right now. So it's I take full responsibility. <laughs> And then I was like, that I'm was leaving, and now I'm not. So, you know, all right. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now, you, this episode really has a little something. Maybe for Sam actually is schizophrenic. 
I might. Is the other Sam with us here now, Sam? No, no, he's not. <laughs> he's got all these boys like telling him stuff that he has to do, but it's not real. He's got to watch his daughter, but she's I'm not, not even there. married. <laughs> <laughs> he's in like a basement under a library right now. Sam, but your wife died 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Your wife died in 1867. I'm talking into a rock right now. <laughs> Mental <laughs> hospital. We're all figments in you, of your imagination, yeah. as a matter of fact. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody. As always, tell a friend if you enjoyed this. If you have any ideas for topics or other bits or whatever, oh. feel free to get a hold of us. Let's announce, I know you had one. Yeah, Sam. let's announce this because we'll do it for next time. Um, we haven't picked yeah. a game yet, but I want to do something called the dollar store. Uh, which oh, is yeah. a, a direct response to the fact that games are costing billions of dollars to develop and uh, they either catch buzz or they die. I want to start picking like some of those dollar, like almost flash level games on the, I was thinking specifically the switch store because there's so much on the switch store right now uh, that nobody oh, yeah. sees or steam. Yeah. Steam was like the like. other option. Um, so like something I, and I don't know if we want to do a hard, I was seeing $5 and under, um, and we'll pick one and we'll review it and see if it's worth the time. And and the idea is that it's something that we're kind of interested in. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, I'm not trying to like buy Pony's Magical Adventure because it's a dollar. But like, if it happens to be like a 4x yeah, game or a great. strategy game or a side scroller or a retro thing and it's cheap, like we try it out and see what we think of it. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I like I the idea. I like bargain hunting. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll find a game on the the Switch store and I'll forward it to you guys and we can review it for next time. Sick. Cool. Awesome. Radical. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye.